0: One. All right. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this is a new episode of the Loach and Loach Sucks podcast. This is Loach Sucks speaking, and I have my good friend here, Loach. How's it going? Dude, up? I'm good.
1: I'm I'm busy. I'm drinking a beer. I'm drinking a Miller Light.
0: I'm drinking the. I'm drinking a fancy beer actually. So. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm like the. What are you uh, drinking? Like, this is because you have like the blue collar takes, and I I come in with the. Sophisticated white collar <laughs> takes. I, I have the,
2: out the podcast. No, no,
1: no. I have the lunch pail <laughs> takes, and you have the hip hop style takes.
0: That's true. Yeah, I got. Yeah, you're a little
1: flashier. Do you know what's really funny? 40. Yeah. Do you you know um? Do you know how that like whole like hip hop style quarterback like kind of description came about? Do you know about that?
0: No. What, uh, can you explain? So,
1: so there's been this like whole like dichotomy in terms of quarterbacks. You have like your like. Mm-hmm i don't know your lunch pail quarterbacks who put their head down and like get their work done blah 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 and then you have like the flashy hip-hop style quarterbacks who um what's his name that jeff garcia guy was calling uh cam newton a hip-hop style quarterback basically because of like his clothes and shit but the the guy who the hip-hop style quarterback description originated around was fucking geno smith when he played for the jets isn't that really funny
0: That's interesting.
1: The most like irrelevant quarterback ever, too. And he's created this whole description. Like, he was like the proto flashy quarterback, which is hilarious. He fucking sucks.
0: Yeah. I feel like the like quarterback position is the best, like, kind of like epitomizes like talking about like race because it's just like so obvious. And like, but the other funny thing that happened was like, um remember uh Dwayne Haskins he's the he was the Washington Redskins quarterback yeah yeah yeah. everyone thought just like assumed that he was fast which is like he's fast
2: he's, he's slow as simple. shit
0: he's super slow he's like he's a so standard slow. like pocket passer and everyone was he's like, supposed
1: to be a passer
0: yeah and everyone was like you know he, he might be decent like if I had to compare him to anyone it would be like Michael Vick but um but yeah we'll see what he can come up with <laughs> this year and it's like He's like Peyton Manning basically. Yeah, he's, he's like he's there. like Peyton Manning, but, but
1: he can't even throw like, the ball either. Terrible, yeah, he, can't
2: hit anything. he
1: has no mobility. His footwork is fucking shit. Oh my god. It's really funny. Yeah. Um it is pretty funny. People people also assumed that Tua was like a mobile quarterback, and he's like he can, like, move around if he has to. But he's not, like, a, you know, he doesn't, like, run. He's not, like, Kyler Murray or anything, you know? Yeah. But, like, people yeah. are, like, oh, Tua can, like, move around. Like, he's going to get a bunch of rushing yards. Like, no, he's not.
0: Yeah. From yeah. I. It is kind of funny. That, like, I don't know. Did you ever, did you ever watch the uh, the league, that fantasy football show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like, a, a bit about that. There was, like, oh, like, the, like, you know the west walker guy is like always like scrappy and like they uh, there's like all these dichotomies for like players yeah. that like that gets used so it's like i don't know i think the sports journalism uh, is field so fucking lazy regurgitate itself a couple times mm-hmm. yeah
1: <laughs> do you know what actually before we get into like what we're actually going to talk about it, it actually reminds me of uh lukaku like when lukaku oh, was yeah. like playing in england everyone was comparing him to drogba when like yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he doesn't play like Drogba at all but because yeah. he's like big and black they're, they're like oh he, yeah he play, he yeah, exactly his dreadlocks they're like oh it's, it's fucking Didier Drogba even yeah. though he doesn't like his hold up play is shit and he's like more of like a I don't know he's like a dribbler basically yeah
0: yeah it's kind of funny it's super interesting yeah um yes yeah, so we got a new pod we have a new uh recording uh we've amped yeah. up our tech spend and we have a new recording device so hopefully it sounds yeah. good to everyone but
1: we're re- um, we're recording here in the uh, <laughs> law wisconsin insumese
0: studios shout uh, out to whatever that is i don't have the full details behind that, it but
1: <laughs> oh that that's like that's the other podcast i do that's hmm. like that's the one i'm doing like pretty frequently
0: okay cool 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 um i,
1: I didn't want to tell you about my other podcast i was embarrassed. <laughs>
0: Because it's it's I'm I'm sure that you will uh you know we'll get some like advertisements for that podcast that get like littered into ours every like thirty seconds mm-hmm. or so. Oh, absolutely! So. Yeah, yeah. I have to plug it
1: every like thirty
0: seconds. <laughs> yeah, I figured so. Um, that sounds good though.
1: I was uh, I was kind of worried adding you to the Discord because uh, I thought people were gonna like attack you because <laughs> that seems to be like a tradition in the Discord is that when you get added, everyone like downvotes your like addition. They'll call you. Uh, bad names and shit. But I mean, you you got off pretty lightly, and so I'm kind of. It uh, seems like it.
0: I was actually worried too. Like, I think actually a couple of times with you. Like, I know we were in another Discord with like your friends, and sometimes I just worry because it's like usually I'm like the a little bit of like the outsider for that one. So I'm like, (laughs) oh my god, this is gonna be bad. But everyone's been pretty nice to me, so that's great. Um, Yeah, that's. I think that reflects kindly on you.
1: I think it's really funny that your name is uh, Dangle Session.
0: Yeah, I think that maybe that's why people like it so much. It's kind of it makes you chuckle.
1: It is kind of silly, and then your yeah. photo is me, so that's like <laughs> perfect.
0: Yeah, can't go wrong with that. <laughs> um, cool. We got, um, I guess, a little bit different of a show. We might still talk about Tim Tebow at the end, um, but we're both uh, big Steely Dan fans, so we wanted to go through some of the albums and just do, um, hopefully, a little bit of funny analysis of the of the album and and chat about uh can't buy a thrill today and just go through them and i feel like we should probably set the scene with like we're pretty like i i guess we should consider ourselves like experts because you and i both got our spotify raps and we're both in the like top percentage of stealing yeah. listeners and you were you were in, you're, you're
1: in, in like the top 0.005 or some shit weren't
0: you yeah i had like a I had like a little bit of an upper hand on you but um yeah. i did not let it go to my head yet so
1: it's it's kind of funny because because like obviously like Steely Dan has always been like one of those bands that kind of like has like a cult following like people like like yeah. like people who like music like Steely Dan most likely but yeah. recently on Twitter like everyone's like going nuts about Steely Dan like it's almost yeah. like become like a meme in a way like people getting to Steely Dan and so there's been this huge like lashback against people who like steely dan and now people are saying like oh steely dan sucks it's like oh it's gay to listen to steely dan blah 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 <laughs> and i i, I just want to like emphasize that we both listened to steely dan before it became
0: before a meme. Yeah. yeah yeah you know um yeah i saw like the day everyone was doing their like spotify rafts things um i saw i know there are people like i don't know if there's like an overlap of like loach twitter and, and steely dan fans it probably is yeah. Um and like there are like a lot of people I saw that were like their top band of Steely Dan. So um hopefully we have some good uh I don't know, some some good uh themes going on here. But um yeah, it it is kind of funny. There is like definitely a weird like I so like my only time that I like see what other people think about Steely Dan and like the and their, you know, their best albums and stuff like that is on the Reddit and like I don't know, there's definitely like Is there a Steely people... Dan subreddit? <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's decent. Like there's definitely um the, the one cool thing they do is they do like an eliminator where it's like, all right, like you gotta vote for like this there's like three songs, like one song like randomly gets added and then it's like an eliminator so people vote on like what they're like uh which song they want to get rid of. And mm-hmm. so like you end up with like whatever the best like steal. I think like uh I think Asia won the whole thing. I forget though. You can really? check the, Yeah. Uh or maybe Dude, fuck I, that. Somebody- It was something off of Asia. I
1: like Asia, but like I wouldn't say it's their best. Most people
0: have it's not my um,
1: favorite for sure.
0: Yeah, it was definitely like I think that subreddit trends towards like Asia and Gaucho. You probably have a pretty good split, and then um, but it's kind of nice because like there's people on there that are like, um, like some like some like person's favorite album, Steely Dan album, will be different than like. Um, you know, like, the average fans or, like, any other fans. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's been good for me, because, like, I've been, like, oh, like, I, I haven't really checked out, like, for whatever reason, I never really listened to Katie Lyde that much, and so yeah, i listened to that one a little bit more, Um, and I'm, like, this is, like, really good still. It's just, like, not, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, Gaucho is just, like, a 10 out of 10 for me, and, like, so is mm-hmm. Asia, and, like, so those kind of get brushed under the rug, and I actually feel like this is a good segue. I feel like that kind of happens with Can't Buy a Thrill, because, mm-hmm. It's their first album. It's a little bit more straightforward, I think. Um, yeah, it's obviously their first album, and I don't think they've like fully figured out, you know, their their like fully realized sound yet. So like, mm-hmm. it's still like really good, but like, I think it kind of gets written off. So it's like in this weird like underrated but overrated like territory at times. So yeah,
1: it, um, it's funny because when I like first listened to Steely Dan, basically like because of my dad and my like guitar teacher um all all they showed me was can't buy a thrill like that that oh, was wow. the only like steely dan uh i knew and i mean this yeah. was like years ago or whatever and so like the only songs i knew were like do it again dirty work and yeah. reelin in the years basically those were the only steely dan songs i knew
0: yeah i kind of feel like um actually this is kind of related to my like hot take i was going to have but i feel like the sound of reeling in their years like almost like as much as it's like a great song it's obviously i'd imagine their most popular song mm-hmm. like it almost does like a disservice because it does sound like a little bit more dated than like mm-hmm. their average song i would say and yeah. so like you kind of like all right all right like steely dance is like every like all these old timers like this band like it sounds like this and like they, i'm assuming like every other one of their songs like sounds mm-hmm. like that but it does it really evolves into like such a, such a different sound um so it almost like does them a disservice in some way yeah I think, but no, like okay. you said, like
1: you said, they're like trying. Obviously, because it's like their first album. I think they were like trying to like still figure out like what they wanted to do. Yeah. Um. So they were both like, weren't they both like session musicians in L.A. for a while? They were like writing music. I think they wrote, helped write like a Bar Barbara Streisand song. You know, like yeah. they were, like doing shit like that. And so, eventually, I yeah. think they were they were like convinced by. uh some guy at the company basically to like start their own band. And I, I think it was just basically like them trying to figure out like what, do they, what they wanted to do as a band. Like, I think like Donald Fagan wasn't, um he doesn't sing like on all the, the songs, you know, like yeah. they have like other people doing vocals. And I think that's like something that really like differentiates it is just like that. Like you have, um I don't know. I don't know what the guy's name is, but the other like lead vocalist, he's like this like tenor, and it's just, like, more, like, yeah.
2: I don't know. It's not as
1: jarring as Donald Fagan's voice, you know? Like, it's, yeah. it's different. It's it's so much, it's more poppy, you know? Like, it, yeah. it, it could totally, like, blend in with, like, pop music, basically.
0: Yeah, I feel like, um, it's, like, weird, because, the so, David Palmer is the guy that you're talking about. Um, mm-hmm. He sings, he sings Dirty Work. Um, what else? I have the Wikipedia. Um, he does Dirty Work, um, and then he's on with Fagan, and Only a Fool Would Say That. Mm-hmm. And then he sings a uh, change of the guard and turn that heartbeat over again. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So and
1: those it, all sound like, so like poppy and stuff, you know,
0: like yeah. they, they sound like it's songs
1: a- that would like be on the radio. And those are right. songs like that. I did hear on the radio. Like, I feel like I don't hear Asia or yeah. gaucho songs on the radio. It's all
0: can't buy a thrill. Definitely. Yeah, it is. It is weird. Like, and I, it's weird. Like, I think those songs are good. Like they're uh. like, i mean david palmer like has a beautiful voice and like mm. i mean i i love dirty work as a song so we, we'll we'll go go through that once we kind of go through track by track but mm-hmm. um but they're not like they're not they don't sound like steely dan to me you know what i mean like the way that yeah. like, if i were to explain it to someone i obviously like wouldn't explain it as like you know david palmer's like mm-hmm. his sound and stuff so it's like different it's good but it's not like it's not like what steely dan or like what i think of steely dan is.
1: yeah me. right so uh, so like what do you think of like the album as a whole like before we like start going into like individual songs like like yeah. what do you think about like just the album as a whole i guess like how how does like like do, what do you see like in common that like holds the album together between all the songs
0: yeah i guess like thematically it's like way darker than i realized like mm-hmm. all these songs are like well there's a lot of like vietnam stuff um yeah picking up on which i don't think i realized like Um, just like when I was casually listening to it and I was like like, looking into the lyrics a little bit more and I was like, like almost every song has like some reference to like either like political hypocrisy or like, Mm -hmm. or like Vietnam and like dodging the draft and stuff like that. So it was definitely darker than I remember it, which is, it has like, it, it, like, you know, it swings. So it's like, um, it, you wouldn't even like know, uh, if you're listening to the lyrics how dark it can be, but it, it has like a lot of like darker lyrics and I feel like, yeah, not that they don't do that in their other albums, but it definitely like struck me a little bit more in this one.
2: Um, yeah,
1: I feel like yeah, I feel like they um, like as their first album, they really like build upon like a lot of the themes that they like sing about, like in the rest of their music. Just to sort of like, yeah. there's this very like cyclical nature, like in every song, like "Do It yeah. Again," uh, "Dirty Work," "Kings." Like those three songs together, it's all about like I don't know just stuff like repeating over and over again like yeah. while well, and do it again it's like like the violence and um yeah. drugs and like sex yep. basically and then dirty work is like the continuing to like have sex with this woman even though you don't want to and then like kings is like the the slick cyclical nature of kings where like nothing really yeah. changes and then so on like all the all the songs like they're really building on this whole like cyclical nature of how things are like always moving but they they don't really change and they stay the same
0: Yeah, I feel
1: like that comes from because they like grew up they grew up during the sixties, you know, and like with the hippies and like all the counter revolution and they all thought like, you know, we're gonna change the world, like things are gonna be so great, and then the seventies come around and things are like fucking shit. And I I feel like that that like very like cynical uh like kind of, you know, nature to their music kinda derives from that.
0: Yeah, that's like the like kinda like um you know summed up by like only a fool would say that which is uh that was oh, the yeah. end of the, uh, the end of the first side when it was yeah, the yeah. final um but yeah it's like how like how could you be so like naive to like think that everything could be like so peaceful and nice and stuff um yeah. which is a good uh i don't know it's a good song um yeah, and then, yeah I, oh god
1: no i feel like like another thing that they they kind of introduce in this album is like this you know this character that shows up in all their music he's this like kind of like lonely weirdo you know he's yeah. like trying to find his he's like a fucking loser like literally, yeah. all their songs are like about this like loser like trying to like find his way in the world and he's like just so lost and he's probably he's like addicted to drugs he's yeah. like he's he he doesn't fuck he's he's <laughs> like a fucking loser you know
0: yeah i think that was like their own like especially like donald fagan is like super awkward like their own Mm -hmm. like kind of insecurities almost of like you know obviously when they're writing these songs like they had no idea like um you know like what it was going to become but like i think they had this like worry that they were going to be like you know they have like they're so like anal about all their songs and like Mm -hmm. what if they're just doing it and they just suck like it's just like yeah like idea um i think deacon blues which is on Asia is like the best yeah. example of that is like exactly you know drinking scotch whiskey whiskey all night long and die behind the wheel like it's yeah. just like yeah that's that's a, one of my favorite songs but um I believe yeah that that's I'm like wrong,
1: that's but... almost like where they like
0: perfected it in a way you know yeah. like that's
1: like that I feel like that is the anthem for like uh yeah. loser weirdos around the world yeah.
0: yeah exactly it's funny yeah but you're right though like that it is like some of those elements are like definitely in these songs of like you know I think, like, just insecurity of, like, you never, you might not ever make it, which is, like, you know, ironic in the fact that, like, they're such a huge inspiration for, like, so many, like, musicians uh, Mm -hmm. today. So, Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, And then I think, like, musically, like, like I was saying, like, it's definitely more straightforward. So, like, I think I worked down for, like, one of the songs. Like, I mean, it still is, like, you know, has, like, those jazz influences. But, like, Mm -hmm. to me, like, I think I said for Change of the Guard, like, it kind of sounds like steve miller band like it. it's just yeah like a it does. Bit, like, that's simple. a really good
1: point yeah yeah
0: um which is fine like i still like enjoy the songs but it, it's not like i can't spend um as much time with it just because it's it's not like oh like what are they like they did something weird here like i'm not picking up on new mm-hmm. things or like every time i listen to like some of their other albums like oh like there's like this new thing i didn't like pick up on before and mm-hmm. obviously all their albums are like super well thought out and like choreographed yeah. so like there's still stuff in here that's like interesting but um, definitely, probably, you know, a little bit. I think, I yeah. think it, it's all standard in terms of like, all right, like here's the, here's verse one, here's the chorus, here's like,
1: yeah, exactly, yeah. I will say that uh, fucking Walter Becker is so good at bass. His the bass lines yeah. he writes are are amazing.
0: Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, I, I, it's super interesting to to listen to the rhythm, um, the uh, drums and and the bass on on all of their songs. Yeah, mm. um, what's that, the is it the pretty shuffle? Is like the Oh yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what albums he played on, but um he's like notorious for his like little like swing jazz beat that he Yeah played. he he was he was on uh Asia. Yeah, okay. I forget what
1: the... have you ever watched the The Making of Asia? Oh yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Purdy Shuffle bit is really good. There's another yeah. I mean we, we could save this for when we talk about Asia, but there's I this know. one great ba- great bit about the bass player basically oh, talking yeah, about how he like yeah. snuck the slap bass into uh Peg, which is so fucking funny
0: yeah it's it's, it's so like it's so well done like i remember uh donald fagan's like he's like how the hell did he like he's like listening to it again he's like i guess he stuck some like slap in there he's still like pissed basically yeah he's
1: still mad about it yeah yeah, they're such dweebs it's hilarious i love it yeah
0: oh it's great yeah um um yeah good point um yeah so i feel like i think that covers like my general thoughts on it um oh
1: i i do have one more thought yeah. um in general it seems like a lot of the songs have like references to shakespeare which is really funny
0: yeah what's the uh what's the one i was thinking of um only I a fool would say that talks about
1: um i think salad days is like oh, a shakespeare days, yeah. concept which is funny because because mac demarco fine, yeah. covers reeling in the years um for or used to at least like in the shows that we would see but then also yeah. kings like are um i think there's yeah kings like he talks about like king richard and king john i think those are shakespeare plays i don't know if king john was but i know that i'm pretty sure richard was
0: i think one it of might be probably. uh or isn't it like rob like or robin yeah, hood yeah is, it has to do with uh, robin hood too i think okay. but I, i'm yeah. pretty
1: sure there's a uh, shakespeare wrote a play about richard but maybe okay. that was
0: richard the third but anyway
1: yeah i mean they I think, they were yeah. like i think th- did they study like english at bard i forget
0: i don't know actually yeah uh We'll have to look uh, that. Up, I mean but, probably. Um,
1: but like it is kind of funny that they went to bard and like Shakespeare is called the bard. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So I think you might be
0: right. I think they they talk about like their origin story a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think I think uh maybe Walter like he was just like bouncing around. Like I think one of them uh like was bouncing around like majors and like mm-hmm. and then the other like recruited them and was like let's just like play music and stuff. So Oh, nice. Um that so yeah. worked out, but
1: I mean they named uh, their band after something in a like a william burroughs novel so they're obviously like well-read like guys you know
0: (laughs) yeah i guess i guess that yeah that's maybe my one more thought is like i think like they still have like super like good story like i think the like steely dan lyrics are like i just love like the stories and characters that they kind of have and i feel like Mm -hmm. there's still that like to like a probably lesser extent but it still kind of has like those like if you kinda of go and like read the lyrics, you're like, oh, like the you know, like you can kinda of pick up on things and you're like, oh, like he's telling a story about like this. Like yeah, usually, usually a loser, like we kinda of covered already. Yeah. But, uh,
1: it is it is it's kinda like of, yeah, they they they're like narratives basically. They're yeah. they're really cool. They're really yeah. good at um kinda of like I mean, like my favorite example is uh glamour profession like like someone yeah. could make glamour profession into a movie you know yeah. like that like that that is like yeah. enough of a narrative to like to like make a movie out of it i don't know it's,
0: incredible. it's just like oh, yeah. it's really cool and you can listen to it like without um you know like I, even like with any of these songs like i was mentioning mm-hmm. like you can listen to it and like not really know what you're listening to or like what yeah. it's about and then like if you read it you're like oh wow this is like a kind of a interesting like story that he's developed mm-hmm. within like a four minute song or whatever so right Alright, so we have some categories. Uh we'll go song by song. Um I'm kind of adopting uh the Rewatchables podcast format, which I don't know if uh if you've ever listened to I I've never got our good friend uh Bill Simmons uh Oh dude, fuck Bill Simmons. <laughs> oh my god. All I, was just, I was just talking yeah. who? Shay Serrano is on it every once in a while. Oh,
1: really? Oh, I like I, I like yeah. Shay Serrano. I remember yeah. I remember when I was first on Twitter. I was like, oh, Shay Serrano is like one of my favorite guys to follow, and then he yeah. became like kind of like a he just started tweeting about like lame politics all the time, and I, I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not having that.
0: Yeah, you got bored of that. That's fair. Yeah. Um. So we have uh, they do they do like a bunch of other categories, but for today, maybe for just for the top, we'll do, I guess, most re-listenable song that you put on like repeat um, mm-hmm. or like your favorite we'll do what song aged the best, which I guess could overlap mm-hmm. age the worst, which I kind of have in my head is a little bit about like how dated it sounds, but I guess mm-hmm. you could take that as well. And then we'll do right. one hot take and then, uh, and then we'll go track by track if we have some notes. Cool. I think most, most you want to start with most, most re listenable or your favorite song. Um,
2: most relistenable? listenable.
0: Yeah. Or, or you my could favorite. Be your favorite. Okay. I, do you feel like those are different? I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel like those are different. I I okay. feel like I feel like, I don't know, because sometimes when when people ask me like what song I could listen to over and over again, it's never like necessarily my favorite song. It's just like Yeah. yeah. Um Hmm. I don't know, that's tough. Like Yeah. I I was like thinking like there was like one song on the album that like Oh wait, no, I was just about to talk about what song I do not like on it on the album, which is not the question. But anyway, um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I have to go with Reelin in the Years just because yeah, that, that's like the song that like basically like I remember my my guitar player or my guitar teacher like teaching me the bass line to Reelin' in the Years. And that was like oh, my cool. first introduction to Steely Dan. And dude, that bassline's like pretty fucking cool. It's pretty yeah. hard too, but I don't know. I just feel like I have like the most like connections to that song. Like we we'd see like Mac DeMarco like cover it and shit. Yeah. I remember like seeing that Mac DeMarco awesome. with my brothers and they're covering Reeling in the Years and like seeing it with you and it's uh, just Dan. Yeah, yeah, it's,
0: oh, like, yeah, it's, it's a just a song, banger. Yeah. And
1: like the story, th- did I ever tell you story about uh, Andrew's dad?
0: Oh yeah, but you Andrew, yeah,
1: tell yeah, it yeah. I should tell it. So, so I was at my my buddy's house and his dad. So, like had had a couple drinks and uh i think i think I, either i put on steely dan or it like came on the radio and it was reeling in the years and my friend's dad was just like totally vibing to the song and he's like all of a sudden just like out of blue he just goes steely dan is the greatest fucking band <laughs> in the world because you know what you got to have a lot of patience to listen to steely dan <laughs>
0: That's, I, I like love that so much. It's
1: like it's such a good quote. And yeah. do you remember uh, uh, when we went to the Mac Demarco show and the guy in front of me was wearing the Steely Dan shirt?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, He'll yeah. and, fucking, and right? so
1: I was like, I was like, dude, I love your Steely Dan shirt. And He's like, oh, thanks, man. I said, yeah, you gotta have a lot of patience to listen to Steely Dan, <laughs> and he gave me the weirdest fucking look and just like turned around. It was so That's good, That's so funny. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, that that it, that is a good like summation. I just love that mm. he said that like unprompted.
1: <laughs> but yeah, and I, I don't know, I just like love the like I don't know like obviously like the songs about like like I don't know, the 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 girl who is basically like fucking up and she's choosing yeah. other guys instead of the, the like narrator. And like it makes you think that the like the girl's a loser. But like recently like I was looking at the like the lyrics and like it makes me think like if the the um if like the narrator's the one who's like the loser, you know? Like maybe yeah. he's the one who's like the fucking loser, because he's the one who's like complaining about it, and maybe he's like a what's the word a, a bias narrator. Yeah. What's, what's there's like a literary term for that? I forget what it is. Yeah. But um, I don't
2: know.
0: Okay. It,
1: it um it actually it reminds me of a song. There's there's a Father John Misty song, uh, "The Night Josh Tillman Came to Our Apartment," and he oh, it's, yeah, yeah. it's it's him singing about that girl and how she's like so conceited. And pompous and like uh, a fucking asshole. But like, it's, it's the song is so tongue in cheek because basically everything that he says about her could also be applied to himself as well. And so I'm wondering if there's like similar, like, you know, a similar like theme to it where this guy's like complaining about this girl when like in reality, maybe he's the one that's like not good enough for her.
0: Yeah. It's kind of him just like whining the whole time. Um, yeah, exactly. I like that. Or like, line, uh, uh no go ahead i love the line he's like uh you've been telling me a genius since you were 17 uh in all this time or i don't i still don't know what you mean or whatever yeah it yeah sounds like so like it's i just that's like one of my favorite yeah that's really
1: great yeah it's such a it's such a like a poppy song you know and that's why yeah. like i can just play on the radio like over and over again so i feel yeah. like it is my most re-listenable song too because it is kind of poppy you know
0: yeah that makes sense. I, I would probably yeah. do, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's like I'm a sucker for like the, I don't know if it's a like Wurlitzer or like what the piano is on mm-hmm. uh, Dirty Work. Like I just, yeah. I could listen to that song so much and like. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's not, it's like we were talking about before, like it, it's Palmer as the lead vocalist. So it's not mm-hmm. like a super like Steely Dan sounding song, mm-hmm. but like, I just love it. Like I could just listen to it so much. It's a little bit mm-hmm. basic, but um, I've probably, I've probably re-listened to that one the, the most. So I feel like I should have that have that yeah there. And, um i can't really point to like it's one of those that like i haven't really like listened to the lyrics all that much like in terms mm-hmm. of like reading them or whatever but it's just like if that comes on like i'm probably not going to skip it like it just is so yeah. like a to like you know just it just catches me so um i like that one a lot but
1: do um, you know that song i originally i didn't like it very much and yeah, I, it didn't like grow on me until uh uh connor kept on was it Connor who would play the Sopranos yeah. like clip where he's singing it or whatever and, like Connor would uh would like reenact it and like I thought that was the funniest shit and so I like started listening to the song again I was like all right it's a good
0: song it's a fucking a yeah. good song I th- I think it, I think the average fan probably it's probably a little bit basic for like I think most mm-hmm. people think it probably got overplayed or whatever but yeah, yeah it's it's in that scene where um his house is getting bugged and it's like cutting to like the guy yeah. the FBI agent bugging the house yeah. and he's like in his car and he's like singing dirty work with the italian yeah. accent. It's so funny. It's it so scene. fucking funny. It's <laughs> yeah, a really that good one's scene. funny. Yeah. Um okay, that was good. Um I guess we'll we'll kind of cross off like age the best, I guess, like mm. um in that category, age the worst or like your least favorite cuz you mentioned you had, had you had a song that you like maybe weren't d- in love with. Yeah.
1: I I'm just like I don't know. I'm not really like a fan of do it again. Yeah. I I I hear... I feel like they play... That's, like, the one that they play on the radio all the time, besides reeling in the Years and, like, I don't know, I'm just, like, not a big fan of it.
0: I I feel like it, it, um... It's super long. Like, it's definitely long. Yeah, it's it's way too
1: long. It reminds me of, uh, the Santana song, the... (laughs) black magic woman or i don't know for some reason i always confuse it with that and i think that like (laughs) fucking pisses me off i I don't know i just i feel like it doesn't really like fit with the album i mean but like that's a funny thing is because like do it again does have that kind of more jazzy like latin kind of like rhythm to it or feel but it like doesn't fit with like the rest of the album very well which is weird so like it's weird that it starts out with that and then like the rest of the album's like kind of different you know
0: yeah, it definitely has like a little bit of a um like a darker like sounding like
2: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know, when you hear it come on it's like and it's like Fagan's like, you know, kind of distorted like lyric. It just sounds like a little bit like eerie almost and like Yeah. Yeah, it um, is it is kinda eerie. It's kinda unsettling. Yeah, which they probably like were going for it, but yeah. um yeah. But I, I mean
1: that, but that's the cool part. I, I do like that. It's like the song is about like the cyclical nature of like violence yeah. and and like drugs and shit like that, and that's really cool. That's a cool way to begin the album. I don't know. I just like don't really like it that much, but I think it's cool. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, and I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of my notes on that song was like it has like that the weird the I said has that wood scraper percussion thing. Like I don't know. If you're <laughs> <around> that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The beginning was like. R-r-r-r-. R- 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 yeah, r- like it's like <laughs> we would have that in music
2: class.
1: Like that, yeah. the instruments they would have like one of the extras play. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. That was like most like, obnoxious like percussion thing. You could pick yeah, exactly. Like, gonna, like, fuck this thing up.
1: <laughs> I feel like it's like it's it's like it's not subtle enough. Like I feel like in their other albums, they, they do such a great job just like kinda like sneaking in kind of like the jazz influence and kinda like the different types of music and blending it together. But like yeah. it's almost like it's so unsubtle that it just like doesn't work for me. I don't know if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. Um
1: it's too had, on the nose, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I think I get what you're you're saying. I feel like it's a little bit yeah, kinda like the, like as a whole, it's like we were saying it's a little bit more straightforward but like it's mm. kind of epitomized by by that song.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: i think if it was shorter like it has some times where it like still like has some good like guitar solos and like yeah it's, it's still like shred on it so it's like yeah 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 it's interesting but um yeah i have like towards the end i guess of the album which um i don't know i guess i kind of went between these two I, like uh change of the guard was the one that i had is like it's kind of like it's pretty basic like yeah i wouldn't be like super upset if like that one just like didn't make it I originally like the first time I listened to uh, Brooklyn. It was the Charmer under me. Yeah, um, I was like, oh, like that's not that great. And then I think like Palmer kind of got me again. He's the vocalist on that one. And yeah. I was like oh, this is like kind of a beautiful song. So yeah, it's um, it's a
1: nice like ode to the city, you know. Yeah, it, it's kind of cool. And like, even though they're in LA, they still have like their roots in New York and shit. And I, I think yeah. it's like, it, and that's it. that's like the funny thing is that they like they moved to LA, and while they were like incorporating, like I don't know. Like all this new music. They're like living in LA. They're like recording with LA based artists and shit like that. They were like, Yeah. I don't know. They're still New Yorkers. And I I think that's like kind of important to the
0: identity, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like we've gone through a couple songs now. So maybe we'll go through. um, I feel like we've touched on on actually a a good amount already. We'll do Uh our hot takes at the end. So we kind of covered Do It Again. Um, I think we covered Dirty Work pretty well. Yeah. Um, so kings is the next one this one yeah. i have like this is the most like actually i don't know i might take this back but this one kind of sounds like steely dan to me uh yeah. like when they go in like following mm-hmm. this album um so i thought that was like interesting like to me if like kings could have been on you know like towards like the katie lied like post yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah in some ways so um so i don't know i, I just thought that was the kind of interesting like of you know note but um that I, I
1: I think Kings is a great drinking song. That's what I like most about it. It's really good. The whole thing about the, like raising up your pitcher and like drinking, oh, yeah. and, like like I don't know. It's just like a really good drinking song, and yeah. I think that's just like that's an important quality in a song, <laughs> like something yeah. that you're. I remember my uh when my my friend's uh, uh father passed away in March, and his name was Richard, or or I mean, he went by Dick. Uh, but I remember I- like yeah, like the night. Night after his like service or whatever, we were like all drinking in the kitchen, and this song came on. We're all drinking to it, and it was just like a really nice moment. I associate it with uh, with Kings, but I I feel like it's the hidden banger on the uh, on the album.
0: That that's a that's a good point. Yeah, I meant to say it was cool that you had a connection with the song. I want I mean, to sound like I was like, it was great that your <laughs> <laughs> friend's dad passed away. <laughs> no, 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 After no. I know, I know, said, I was, I know uh, that's what I you meant. <laughs> a lot different than I meant, but that's really uh, yeah. That is kind of funny. <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess yeah, I'm, like, I'm I glad your friend's dad died. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> that's that's awesome, man. I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this one. I was also probably caught me that like it's super, like vietnam-y and like kind of talking about like nixon and like the mm. like the hop. yeah yeah the just, tie- like, Yeah, the ties to nixon yeah. is
1: really good too yeah
0: yeah like kind of like oh like toast this guy but like at, like meanwhile all this like shit is hitting the fan and stuff so mm-hmm. um
1: well yeah but, it's kind of like that whole like the queen is dead long live the queen or whatever isn't that mm-hmm. like a they say that in england or something i don't know yeah something but like that. It, it is kind of i really like the just like things don't change like everything stays the same like because like he begins it with like good king richard and then like it ends like good king john
0: like it just yeah. goes on and on yeah and on and on um, <laughs> yeah that's a good one then we got a uh, midnight cruiser um <laughs> which i guess i misread i misheard the first one because i thought he said or maybe he does but um like it's this is the one that starts like my mild friend um I yeah. thought it was Thelonious and I was like who's Thelonious like what is he talking yeah, about yeah I love okay.
1: I love the shout out to the, to Thelonious Monk at the beginning it's just like it's just really funny
0: yeah Um uh, and this is this is the drummer that sings this uh Jim Hodler uh, or uh oh yeah 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 sings the song so it sounds a little bit different too but um but he does a pretty good job so um this one I also kind of had is like um it has like a little bit more of that like I guess, I guess I'm thinking specifically of, like, the Royal Scam. Like, it kind of sounds like it could have been mm. the Royal Scam a little bit. Mm-hmm. It has, like, that that chorus, I guess, that comes in, like, sounds. Yeah. Like, it has the harmonies and stuff that they, like, is traditional, and it starts to sound a little bit more traditional. But, um, but yeah, this, this one's good. I like the chorus on this one a lot. Um, it's probably, like, a little bit less interesting thematically than, yeah, like, than it's, things, but...
2: Yeah,
1: it's not one of my favorites, but I, I think it's cool. It's like yeah. a song about a, a New York loser. It's like,
0: yeah oh it's the steely Dance song <laughs> i think i just really like the harmonies like the chorus mm, is like yeah. so like perfect to me um yeah yeah so i think i think that's like i think i like want to hate it more than i do because it's kind of straightforward like you're saying but um but it's actually just it just sounds really good yeah um I, only or i guess a fool would say that is next <laughs> I had <laughs> i had like a funny thought that like about like how this relates to like economics and i was like okay. oh it's like all right cool it's like the it's like there's no free lunch like idea you know what i mean oh, so oh, yeah. it. uh because i forget what the lyric is but he's like um i guess i should pull it up but he um you know at, like the whole like it kind of sums up that point you were talking about before where it's like um you know how can you be like so like naive basically um, yeah exactly yeah talking about Which a I... world a, a world where all is free so i was like oh like that's kind of like it's like that that uh economic saying that's like there's no free lunch which i think everyone hates at this point that saying so mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah yeah exactly
2: and it,
1: it's funny it, it reminds me of um uh have you listened to Donald Fagan's like solo album
0: yeah with like or i g y on it's like yeah 90- i g it
1: reminds me of i g y you know yeah. like cuz like the whole thing is just about how like the world's going to be this like amazing place And obviously the song is like from the standpoint of like the fifties or after world war two and singing in like in the eighties, it's like, Oh, none of this shit like came true or whatever. And so I I feel like if you look at only a fool would say that, like, again, all that, like optimism during the sixties, like they're going to change the world. And it's like, Oh, you're just like, you're, you're so fucking dumb.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I I like that. It is kind of like a pushback against like Mm -hmm. that idea. I think.
1: Uh, Yeah. if you look at like, like, like American history, especially like in the 1900s and now, like every moment of, oh, the world's going to be such a wonderful place. Like we're on like the, the cusp of all these like great discoveries is immediately followed by like years of suffering (laughs) until we we reach that hump again. It's like, oh, everything's going to be great again. And it's just like, it's so cyclical and I, I think that's like what they're like trying to like nail is just that like cyclical nature of history.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like interesting to like think about it. Like obviously as we've gone through like this like pandemic and I feel like, you know, all that like terrible stuff is like kind of front and center, like like at least to some extent now. So it's like things will kind of get back to normal. and I think people mm. will forget about like a lot of the like, you know, inequality and like obviously mm. like the like racial justice stuff yeah um, so it's kind of interesting like all this like kind of skepticism and like you know like the just the like kind of like do it again like are we just gonna like do it again with like all this stuff that we've said is like super important and like it's just kind of like is gonna repeat itself yeah. it seems oh absolutely like, but,
1: yeah <laughs> i mean if you look at i mean the summer literally all you heard about was the the like the the protests and like mm-hmm. cops like Killing black people and shit and racism, like protests against racism, and now like I feel like you don't even hear about it anymore. It's like Biden, Biden won the presidency, so now like everything's like solved, I guess, or like people. It's just like it's not being covered in the media, and no one's like talking about it. Therefore,
0: yeah, yeah, you're right. It's it is different in some ways because it was more widespread, but like mm-hmm. to some extent, like it's not. You know, it's it's similar to like what happened in like 2015 or whatever. Yeah, yeah With, just
1: sort of like. just sort of like dies out you know like people Mm -hmm. like can't stay that like involved like like that large amount of people can't stay that like focused on something for too long because i mean that's just like the nature of like the media cycle
0: basically yeah yeah i agree um okay so that one goes into real end of the years which we've talked about there's one Mm -hmm. thing um I think I sent to you like a while ago and I was watching this like super awkward, uh, like I think it was on like a DVD or like a,
2: Mm -hmm. I
0: don't know what it was. Like it was some like really old YouTube video that I was watching and I ended up, it ended up being my like, Loach sucks, um, profile picture for a while was (laughs) his, uh, uh, Walter Becker's face after they're in this like cab and like, this like super weird, like, um, like they talk about their album and stuff and they have like different guests come into the taxi cab and stuff and there's like this like I don't know who it is I'm sure it's someone famous but they like mm-hmm. this is like ditzy blonde who gets in the, the cab and she's like oh my god like I love Sealy Dan like all this stuff obviously Donald Fagan like hates everyone so he's like fuck yeah. off. and then she's like oh i love like reeling in the sheaves like that's my favorite." yeah are you
1: reeling in the sheaves are you having a good time
0: (laughs) and walter makes like the funniest face yeah
1: but he's drinking his coffee that's so good
0: he just like sips it he's like his eyes are like wide open and like donald just starts making fun of it he just like can't get enough um so i i I love that video so yeah um, that was all I, i guess all i had beyond what we'd already touched on maybe yeah,
1: I, I, another thing I want to say, I forgot to say it about Only a Full Would I guess that applies to Reelin in the years, it's like most of other songs yeah. album, it's, it's like, they sound like such upbeat songs, and then when you read, when you like, yeah. look at the lyrics, they're so like depressing, and just yeah. like, cynical, and just, oh man, they really know how to like, I don't know, mash the two together, I guess, it's really interesting.
0: Yeah, I will also say, like, I think the, like, verse lyrics on this song are, like, just Mm -hmm. so good. Like, I already mentioned the, like, the genius one. Like, I love, like, the weekend at at college didn't turn out like you planned. Like, I Mm -hmm. I think there actually is a backstory, apparently. I was, like, reading about, like, apparently his uh, Donald Fagan's high school girlfriend got, like, arrested for smoking weed when he, Mm -hmm. like, visited Mm -hmm. him or whatever. Um, So, like, there is a backstory, but you can imagine, like, you know, like everyone just like gets geared up for like, you know, like going to like a college or like a big party trip or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it just like sucks ass. And you're like, oh, I yeah. Can't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. It's just, like, such a, it's such a, like, all these are like super relatable. Like, even if like they're about like different things. Like, yeah. Um, they oh, are really like, yeah. Mental. I mean,
1: and that's like, that's like the very timeless aspect of it. You yeah. Know? Like, it's, you can yeah. still like relate to that. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Um, next we had, uh, Fire in the Hole. Which I had <laughs> I had my note was uh gets me amped stomping around. Like it yeah. is like a very <laughs> like aggressive, like dude, um, the
1: piano song. in it is so good. Oh man, yeah. I love the keys in it.
0: It's awesome. It's a beast, actually. Yeah. I actually think um, like I obviously had, had like heard like real into the years, but I think like a couple years ago when I started listening, like I think that was actually that that was a song that was like, I gotta like go through like all of their stuff because like mm-hmm. this is like i haven't like heard of the song and it's like super good so that was like kind of my introduction actually To like mm. listening to steely dan like more in detail but um yeah that one's that's that's a really good song like definitely I, yeah, yeah, of, like, yeah. and like i think it's like, a i think
1: it's like such a great like anti-war song you know yeah. like
2: definitely a lot I, I feel of like vietnam.
1: no one ever talks about it as like one of those like great like uh definitely because of like vietnam going at the time and they both like yeah. draft dodgers or whatever but just like the the line, like don't you know there's fire in the hole, nothing left to burn. Like yeah. I don't like to run out now. There's nowhere left to turn. It's like, 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 what are we fighting for? And definitely in like contrast to to like World War II, and even like the Korean War to an extent, which was like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like that was like the first excursion into these wars where it's like. Wait, so like what's like the great evil or whatever, you know, like what are we fighting for? Like what are we fighting against? And just yeah. like just like there's nothing left to burn. Like we've already like destroyed everything, basically. It's it is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. It is like like just maybe that's like the, the like theme that we picked up on that like we've we've like talked about in each of these songs is like it does sound like super cool and like but it's about like, mm-hmm. you know, like this stuff that's like obviously terrible and like depressing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's like another example of that, I think. But yeah, I agree. Like, it's super, um, definitely has a lot of those, like, Vietnam tropes and, and mm-hmm. like is pretty, pretty explicit about it. But everyone wants to just play uh, CCR when they talk about Vietnam. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so this one gets, like, <laughs> thrown under the rug a little bit.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, I'm, so, I, sometimes I'll put on CCR as, like, a joke. Like, I'll just, like, listen to it and, like, sing along as a joke. But yeah. Especially because of the, the center field song. Now it's just like ruined for me forever.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so funny, yeah. Sanofi, yeah. ding ding. <laughs> um, I like the "Am I Myself or Just Another Freak?" Like that's I, that, that, yeah. that lyric, like is is awesome. Kind of go, it kind of yeah. touches on the loserism, I guess we'll call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Brooklyn, uh, which we talked about a little bit, like has Palmer yeah. on it, and it's a nice, it's definitely like a nice song. Like it's pretty beautiful the way he kind of covers the song, but probably isn't like a quintessential Mm -hmm. steely dan song um i don't know if you had anything else on brooklyn or not but
2: yeah no i
1: think it's just like a cool um it's just like a cool song about new york you know i think like people in new york i think i think they were like his neighbors or something the songs about but um yeah you know it's just like just a good old song about brooklyn
0: yeah, I think I I think I'm, I'm looking at the last three here because you have Change of the Guard and Turn That Heartbeat Over Again. Like it definitely loses a bit of steam. Like mm. on this on the second side, you have Real in the Years, Fire in the Hole, and then that three. So like those are good mm. songs, but um I feel like they definitely front loaded their best work kind of. Um, oh
1: yeah, absolutely. I feel like yeah. for a while I thought like the second half was just kind of the throwaways, you know, in a way.
0: Yeah, Change of the but Guard. But like, now like, I've
1: like started to like to like them a little more.
0: Yeah, I mean they're definitely not like, you know. I don't dislike them. There's nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. They're just like they, uh, they're pretty straightforward. Like Change of the Guard, yeah. Kind yeah. of uh, was the one I compared to Steve Miller band a little bit at the beginning. Yeah, kind of, right. Um, you know, somewhat, somewhat. You know, every every uh, beat is you know they hit every beat with a guitar stroke mm-hmm. or whatever. So it's kind of all lined up. Turn that heart heartbeat over again. I forget what I meant by this. I, I wrote down Holy Cross. I think because he makes mention of like uh like the food is bad and like the package store is closed or something like, like <laughs> the lyrics or something oh now the food here ain't so good no more and they closed the package store um I oh, was like, oh, they, they shut
1: down fucking anderson's shake yeah. my head
0: <laughs> i think i just like resonated with me i was like oh i remember like i think it just struck me as like i remember like you know eating a kimball and then realizing like that we couldn't go get beer or something like that so i was like yeah obviously another example of those lyrics that kind of resonate with everyone so mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah no definitely i i think i really like like this song because it's about like fucking up and stuff and being like a fuck up and then like yeah. praying to god and saying like oh i'll change i like yeah. promise if you like if you keep me living or whatever if like i don't die tomorrow like i'll i'll, I'll change everything but then he like he doesn't change or whatever
0: yeah but um it's, it's like the cyclical thing again yeah,
1: yeah exactly but, but what i really like about it is like so like obviously this is on like a record and like you turn that heartbeat over again means to like you know like your heart keeps beating basically like yeah he's like asking god or i guess mike uh like the angel michael and jesus to like keep him living
2: but also like
1: when you turn a record over like you're like oh i'm gonna put the record on again you know like it's a kind of like cyclical thing again which is cool yeah
0: you're right and like it is like um kind of the same idea as like i mean do it again it's like the guy mm. like murders the person in that first like stands or whatever and then yeah. like doesn't, doesn't get like he doesn't get like hanged or whatever is like the way like, yeah. like, he, he gets yeah. like thrown out on the street because he's such a piece of shit and like yeah um so it's kind of the same idea of just like all right like this guy keeps like mm. doing the same shit and then like you know pretending that he's like super spiritual yeah
1: honest. yeah and especially i mean it, it's a really good song about addiction too because like yeah he starts talking about like shooting up heroin or whatever and um yeah. like i think someone that he's like shooting up heroin with dies but it's just like we're just gonna keep on doing it basically
0: yeah yeah
1: and it's so funny because like recently i rewatched the wire and it just like reminds me of the wire basically yeah you know, like dude oh my god oh fuck you haven't you haven't watched the wire right
0: you i gotta get on it yeah I yeah gotta, yeah, gotta, yeah you I absolutely gotta get in. it yeah you're, you're in deep right now like how how, yeah. how many seasons have you watched
1: well i mean i i've watched all five seasons mm. like for the second time but um okay Bubble, bubbles is a great character because um i don't know you, you just gotta gotta watch it but like you under- a big a theme yet. of the show is just like the cyclical nature of uh like drugs and violence and yeah. just poverty and death and all that shit so yeah, yeah. great That's show
0: cool. I'll have, to, I'll have to I think I would really like it, so I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna get on that scene. um, all right, that kind of winds up the song by song. Mm. I have like one more category for like a hot take on the album, which I don't know yeah. if like if you have one or not, but what is your hot take?
2: Hmm. <laughs> what is my hot take?
1: I don't know if I have a hot take about the album too, yeah, it's just like I just like it. It's just a good album. It's like fun to listen to. I like kind of yeah. switch through like which. Steely Dan. Like, I don't have, like, a Steely Dan playlist, I just kind of, like, switch around which album I like to, like, listen all the way through, you know?
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I I used to have one that I, like, kind of put, like, mm-hmm. my favorites on, and then, like, I was, like, kind of picking up on ones that I was, like, missing and stuff, and I was like, oh, like, there's no point mm-hmm. in doing this, because it's, like, kind of what you're in the mood for, like, by album almost, then you can just put that right. for, like, half an hour or whatever, so. Mm-hmm. um, Yeah, I don't know, like, I think... Um, I had the one that we were talking about at the top that was just about like Reeling in the Years is such a popular song that it like mm-hmm. kinda does them a disservice in some ways, I think, because it's like, oh, it just like all their songs sound like that and they're like way more interesting of a band. Um but right. I don't think there's anything like maybe that's not too hot of a take and it's just like kind of Yeah, like,
1: I doesn't like, really like, seem hit hot hit take.
0: yeah. Um, I'm not I'm uh, not really yeah, about the hot takes. <laughs> no, I'm
1: not really about the hot takes, you know.
2: Uh, yes, I got the, like how it
0: takes day. podcast. Yeah, yeah, we don't we don't like that that shit. Um, cool. Um, I don't know if you had anything that you wanted to wrap up with or anything that you didn't cover um, in your notes that.
1: No, I think we pretty much uh, covered everything. Um, this is fun though. I
0: like I like listening like kind of uh, more methodically the way three of is. Yeah, yeah.
1: On, same uh, here. Absolutely.
0: Um. So we'll, we'll plan on doing. Uh, oh, shoot, I just have the list of albums up but um so we're, we're planning on going it through if you're still if you're still uh willing to so we have up next would be uh countdown to ecstasy oh, all yeah. right um, yeah yeah so maybe we'll plan on doing that one next time that one has um, probably the biggest one is my old school right off of that one mm-hmm. showbiz kids uh how do you say it? is it bodhisattva that one's like the i think it's like a japanese like I don't know no, I think is. it's
1: is that is it Buddhist? I think it's, oh, Buddhist, it's Buddhist or yeah. Indian or
0: some shit. Yeah. Okay. We got a Boston song. Boston, Boston, rag. Boston rag. Boston guy. will make a maybe we'll have a character on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I think my I love my old school. It's a good like. I think it's a I think it's mm-hmm. a radio kind of like a mm-hmm. you know pretty popular song. But that one that one. Yeah, not
1: I'm good. actually I'm not too familiar with Countdown XT, so I'm kind of excited to uh, give it a thorough listening to.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'll try and do some research too because I think on this one, like, I don't know, maybe it was someone on Reddit or I can't remember if it was someone like who was actually like in the band or something that was like he was like suspicious of people who who like um, whose favorite album was Countdown to Ecstasy. I think it might have been something that says, but I'll see if I can find that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah, that was cool. I uh, I had a good time talking about that. I don't yeah. know how are we doing on time. Should we should we save uh, Tebow or? Yeah, what
1: what's. Let's save Tebow. I feel like we okay. should save Tebow. Yeah, maybe we'll some more interesting Tebow stuff will happen by the yeah. time we do our next episode.
0: Exactly. I think with uh i yeah. I don't know, is baseball. I don't know. baseball is probably done for a while. But um there's always stuff about Tebow in the news, so I'll pick up yeah. some more ammunition.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Cool. All righty awesome. Well, that was cool. fun, folks. Hopefully, you enjoyed our uh, amateur Steely Dan. <laughs> Conversation, but yeah, um, yeah. It was I feel
2: like no. I feel like it
1: was good. It wasn't too like like fanboy, but it wasn't like yeah. I don't know. I feel yeah, it,
0: it was a good discussion. Yeah, it's hard with like some of these bands, like especially like I compared to like um like when you compare like the fan base to, like Fish. There's like always, always like fans that are like oh like you can't like this song like it's super like yeah I don't know like there's gonna be it's gonna happen to any like uh like you know fans of any like music band or whatever, mm-hmm. but like it happens more to like the ones that, you know, like there's like a, a big, uh, you know, like a niche following kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Right. It's kind of frustrating. So like, I think I, I mean, I like every one of their songs. So like, <laughs> hopefully <laughs> we're not like coming across as like, you know, and, and I don't think we have, but um, there's yeah. always those fans. That kind I of think it was, that. I think it was a fair yeah.
1: assessment of the album.
0: Yeah, exactly. No hot takes at all. Um, no hot takes. Cool. That sounds good. So um, thank you everyone for, for listening to the, Dave Loach and Dave Loach Sucks Podcast will hopefully be back again soon. Um, maybe around the holidays, but yeah. See you later.
2: See, See you be- later.